If you want to support any of the podcasts produced by Multiple World Productions, consider going to multipleworldproductions.com slash books, where you can pick up any of my released Kindle books, including the Operation Swan Song trilogy, Our Past Does Not Define Us, In the End, the Echo Omega series, and Sizzle Reel for just $2.99 each. Thank you. Spoilers, I am Adam. We are here to talk about The Power, Episode 5. Um, and I think that this episode is interesting. Because we're starting to get into a little more of the more domestic plot in this episode. And as always, you can go to multipleworldproductions.com slash sponsors. And you can help out the show by buying from any of our sponsors. We have... You know, things like Geek's Coffee, we have things like uh, Gamefly, we get a free 30-day trial, we have things like Beckett Collector, there are a lot of options on the table, all of which you can use um, to shop with them and we get a little bit back. It costs you nothing extra if you're going to buy these stuff, you know, if you're going to buy these things anyway, it costs you nothing extra, but it does help us out with um, a little bit of a, a, a per- percentage back. I think we're going to be adding in Epic Games in the near future, um, I know Epic Games has a partner program. But uh, we'll see about that. Anyway, um, so with this show, what we have is this, you know, we're starting to see, we saw the beginnings of it last week with the Saudi Arabia um, demonstrations and and revolts and all of that. Um, Now we're starting to see how that kind of takes place domestically and how the systems of power are starting to realign around the new paradigm. And, and what we have is the the reshaping of the narrative um, as we start to see power realign. Um, because, again, like I said last week, the show is called The Power. It's not just about what happens when women develop this ability and how that happens and, and what that means for them on a personal level, but what does it mean on the macro scale when it comes time to look at well, how does this new found power that these women have impact the world? How do um, the relationships between men and women, the power dynamics there change? How do the power dynamics within countries change? And all that kind of stuff. Um, so, like, we get the idea, like, we see the, the girls and the, the, like, who are being held. We're like, yeah, we're just a little too old. We didn't get this. Um, but they get the power and then they use that to escape. And we're starting to see the the beginning of, oh, no, 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 this is not just for young people. Older people are going to take it and use the power the same way. Namely, like, we see Tony Collette, you know, get the power from Jaws and all of that. Um, I think the interview with Tunde is pretty interesting. Um, Like, that intersection of these characters is is interesting, and hopefully we get more of these intersections beyond just, you know, these two are family. Um, And I think, too, it's like, the idea that the government is trying to get rid of the powers subtly without telling anyone um, is also pretty telling because it shows the that they see this as a massive risk to the existing power structures and the paradigm as it as it is. Um, 
And I think the interesting, I think it all kind of is pretty realistic because I, I 100% believe if this happened, that would happen. We would have, you know, let's come up with something that's odorless, tasteless, and we can dump it in the water supply that won't affect anyone negatively besides disabling the electricity, um, the new organ that causes electricity. Um, not seeing Allie or Roxy was a little bit interesting considering that they are, you know, two of the more interesting aspects of this, especially considering what their shift could mean. Um, because, like, look, we've seen things before that explore what happens if the power were to shift um, and men and women were to be on opposite sides of things. Um, and I think that it is kind of interesting that, again, we're dealing with people who lived in the current system and are now flipping the script and now have to deal with that. It's not just a, a straight, we now live in a, this is what a matriarchal version of society would look like. I'm interested to see how those dynamics work. Like, I want to see the religious shift that comes from the voice of God in Ali's head. I want to see more of the shift in how the dynamics of organized crime happen with the, uh, what's it called, with the, you know, the arrival of, um, you know, I mean, look, it's definitely going to happen. Like, Roxy's definitely going to take over her father's organization because, look, that's, that's where this is going. This is going to be, oh, shit, she's definitely, you know, like, he, like, he was definitely involved in his mother, in her mother's murder. murder. I don't think that's up for debate. I think that that's kind of, not even subtext, I think that's just text. Um, and I think that that's kind of an interesting dynamic to, to deal with. Um, what else was there to, to talk about with this? Um, I gotta stop watching these episodes and then going to sleep and then waking up the next day and then doing the review, because I feel like that doesn't help the situation. Um, but, uh, but yeah. Um, what else? I mean, I think that, like, a good amount of it, like, I think John Leguizamo is doing a pretty good job of playing his role, where he's kind of, like, you know, seeing the, sh seeing the shift coming and seeing how things are changing, but then also seeing, like, oh, shit, so the world is, you know, the, the world is different now. Like, you know, and, and, and seeing what's, what's, what, what, what that difference means, um, especially when we look at, like, okay, so how does this impact, you know, not just his immediate family, but also, like, you know, women all around the world, and he is, as a psychiatrist who deals with psychopharmacology, he's in a very weird situation where he he has to deal with both sides of it, where there are women who are going to... Because that's the thing, is that, like, they're talking about um, these these people um, in, in Eastern Europe where they were doing testing on humans. Like, can you extract the organ without killing the girl? And the answer is no. Um, and it's like, see, it's like girls are going to mutilate themselves trying to get this, you know, trying to get this, uh, this out of their body if they feel it's unnatural or if they have the pressure from their family or if they have the pressure to do whatever. Like, they, girls who don't want this ability are going to, you know, kill themselves trying to get this out of them. And it's an interesting, again, it's an interesting thing to have him at the center of this and then to have him be the whistleblower and be like, look, they're going to, you know, the government was funding research or the government was benefiting from research um, that is harming people, and it, it just kind of, you know, it's an interesting thing to look at, because it's like, all right, so then how does that, you know, and then he's also the one who's like, oh, they're going to, 
try and extract it. And I think, too, it's like the sun getting into these ultra-right-wing um, YouTubers, um, which is like the most realistic part of all of this, where it's like he, he well, you know, he got zapped by his sister and he ended up getting the, uh, what's it called, getting the, um, the scar on his face and him falling in with this, you know, you know, we, we see them on YouTube, like the Doomcock, the, you know, all these, these people who go up on, on YouTube and say what they're saying, um, but with the massive on anonymity, um, like, it, it is kind of a, an interesting approach to have him, you know, be like, he was like, yeah, well, he's saying, he, he's being, and, and everything you hear, it's like, oh shit, alright, this is, you know, this is not that far-fetched, it's like, take out the electric powers and all of that, and you have reflective somewhat of reality right now, um, which is, again, interesting approach and interesting storytelling, um, so they're doing a pretty good job with that, um, what else is there to discuss with this? See, I, and I hate these shows that are this good, um, that I haven't read the book it's based on, or have knowledge outside of that, um, because then I can't go really too in-depth about what's going to come, um, but yeah, I think that they're doing a pretty solid job of laying out what this, sh like, you know, the, the, the broader strokes of what this show is. Um, I think that despite the slow start, the show is kind of working very well. Um, and, and look, maybe next week we get more of what's going on, um, in the broader world. And I think the thing is, too, is, like, going back and looking at this, this woman who, I forgot her name, Tatiana, I think her name is, the, um, the Eastern European girl, um, seeing her origin and, and her, how she fell into this life, uh, and her backstory is a level of depth that we haven't got from any of the other characters, I don't think. Because everyone else, we kind of just start in media res, where it's like, and here is, you know, here is, you know, Tunde. He is, you know, you know, he's a, he wants to be a reporter. We don't see his backstory as to why he wants to be a reporter. We don't see the backstory for Tony Collette's character for why she is the mayor of Seattle. We don't see her daughter's backstory for why she, you know, for, for why she hates her mother so much, and, and for that, and then by the end of the episode where it's like, I want you to awaken my powers, it's like, she's like, alright, and and for them to have that bonding moment is is great for both of their development, um, but, but the thing is, it's like, getting to see her, how she got to this point, is unique, because we don't get that for any of the other characters, and to see it just like, oh, and, and here she is, um, and, and here's her story, is a very useful storytelling thing because I think that it's like everyone else we can kind of get through simple expository, you know, dialogue. Like, okay, she's the mayor. Like, we don't really need that. Okay, he wants to be a journalist. Um, okay, she also wants to be a journalist and she scouted out the story first but he got, he got the credit. Um, like, we can, we can use shorthand and we can figure it all out. I think for her, it's like she has the most you know, unique backstory that, like, getting into it is, you know, is the most interesting, especially considering the turn that's going to end up happening where she, you know, where it's like, okay, so she is turning completely on, on, this, on the system that has fucked her so thoroughly over and over and over again. Um, it's an interesting, it's an interesting, you know, approach and dichotomy to have that. Um, but 
I think that's a good place to wrap up for today. Um, so that is the Power Episode 5. Our next episode will be, we'll be doing, um, what was that other show on Hulu we were uh, talking about? Uh, Tiny Beautiful Things. We'll do the next three episodes uh, tomorrow. Um, we also have Shran Identity coming up this week, so keep a lookout for that. And I feel like there's another show uh, coming online. I just can't remember what it is off the top of my head. Um, oh, Mandalorian is this week, so I am very excited for that. I'm, I am inordinately excited for the finale of The Mandalorian because I think that they do a great job on that show of, uh, of setting up what this finale is going to be. I'm going to be honest. Um, I think there is a solid chance that... And, and this is just speculation on my part. Um, I don't know anything. I haven't seen it. I, I, I don't, you know, I'm just speculating. I think that this show ends. Um, I think Bo-Katan fights Gideon. I think Bo-Katan gets the Darksaber knocked, knocked away by Gideon. And I think Grogu used the Darksaber in, in the IG-12 mech body. Um, so, I, I think that that is... Um, I, I think that's the most likely outcome for the finale of this show. For, like, a big moment to happen. It's going to be Grogu with a lightsaber in the, um, in the IG-12 body. I think that that would be a really cool way to end it off. Um, and I think, too, it's like, I think, look, we I think I've said this before, we have to get Bo-Katan riding the Mythosaur. We have to get, you know, there's a bunch of stuff that needs to happen. But I think that that's most likely, you know, a little surprise moment that's going to happen. And also would not be surprised if we got Thrawn. Because I don't think there's not, there is a reason to introduce who's playing Thrawn if Thrawn's not appearing in this show. You, you, like, otherwise, you hold off on that announcement. You don't show it in, um, in this new episode, like, before this new episode airs. So they, they announced it at the celebration. You didn't have to announce it. You could have had people, like, guessing at it for weeks and weeks and weeks, but by showing it now, you kind of have to, you, you, it kind of showed a lot. It, it, it overplays your hand a little bit, I think. I think Thrawn has to appear in this episode. And I've been saying that for weeks now. I've been saying that for a while. I, I think this is this is it. I think this is the, the Thrawn appearance we've been waiting for. Um, but we'll wrap up there for today. And we'll be talking about that on Thursday. So until then, have a great rest of your week. This podcast is a production of Multiple World Productions. For more details about all the other things happening on all three podcasts, check out multipleworldproductions.com.